be scooping some mac and cheese into my mouth. <laughs> well, it's rolling. It's rolling. <laughs> Starting off strong this episode. I can't hear any. Oh, that's why. What? There we go. I had an active noise cancellation on for. Oh, do you have a meme? I didn't share my I screen. I didn't share my screen beforehand, so I can find one. It won't take long because I've been. I saw. I've seen a couple this past week that I would definitely. I definitely enjoyed. So you go first. Okay, hold on. Wait, we didn't even say hello. I have two. One stupid, and then one makes sense. We also didn't say hello. I know. I know. I know. No. Please We're give. Us- ignoring our friends, <laughs> including all of our new friends on Threads. Hi, if you ever <laughs> welcome. This is okay. not how we normally start the show. I'm usually choking <laughs> down some mac and cheese. Formula One is back, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's lights out and away we go. everyone now i'm ready okay welcome back everyone um as always i don't know what number episode this is so please (laughs) we need to start putting it at the top i know i don't know and i have type it in each time so i don't know why this is episode 20 wow 20 episodes holy crap episodes um yes thank you for joining us each week each and every week um this week, well, as always, we do have a lot of new friends that have followed, so hopefully we have some new listeners this week, so um, yeah. I'll reintroduce awesome. ourselves. I, my name is Casey, uh, and that is my brother, Owen. As oh. I posted on threads, we're a sibling duo, so sometimes our sibling banter gets in the... <laughs> this is a fun time. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to get started. Obviously, there's always... We start with our meme of the week, weekly news, and then um, this time we're going to just recap Silverstone. Because it was a pretty eventful weekend. I thought Austria was an eventful race, but this one might take the crown. <laughs> Silverstone was a lot more... I feel like Silverstone was a lot more fun for me to watch, but we'll get into that. Silverstone, in general, like, from practice to qualifying to the race, I just felt like, in general, it was the most, like, well-rounded race of this whole season so far. So, um, yeah, so we will start with my... I'm going to go first with my meme week. So yeah, I have... Good. I have one, but um, you're good to go. Okay. I have two. Um, this one, I just randomly saw it on Twitter, and it completely took me out. Like, I literally stopped and started cracking up. You're going to understand. Someone, for visual li- listeners, someone photoshopped Woody into a Mercedes uh, race suit because that's George Russell, and I can't see it. I want someone to choke on mac and cheese. <laughs> I almost have one. Go down the wrong pipe. This is, fan- so this is fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. I didn't even need to see I- the Woody face. I immediately racked my brain of who would have looked like this, and then when I saw the Mercedes logo on the right shoulder, it instantly clicked in my head. Oh, that is so good. I even like got the eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cr- nightmare fuel. Yeah. So that's someone's. Someone's got to get a. Uh, what is it? A side by side. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I should put side by side, but clearly, obviously, this person doesn't know who made it. I don't know who made it, but whoever did, thank you, because it's the best image I've ever seen in my entire life. That's fan- that's so um, good. And then, so my second one, obviously, that was not race-related. That's just 
F1 George Russell related. <laughs> this race related, I kind of did this last week, but it's part two. Haunt me in my dreams. So another episode, but it's the fact that now the drivers are aware. This makes Lando me know. Knows. Okay, no, it gets worse. So obviously, it's, if you can't see the picture, it's um, Max's podcast, new guest, Lando and uh, Lewis. But this was posted on both Twitter and threads by Lando Norris because Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri, we'll get into threads. I have that on the list. They're killing it at the thread game. Um, McLaren in general is killing it at the thread game. But the best is now Lewis re-threaded it or retweeted it, this picture, and Max liked it. So I said, this lets you know that they know about every single inside oh. joke that you th- we think they have no idea. They know. They 100% know. This is like... Because this is not a reoccurring thing. This is the second week that someone photoshopped. And I don't know, someone was saying apparently it might be an AI-generated image, but it's so good. Like, because Lewis literally looks like he's typing on the computer. (laughs) Yeah, that looks really good. Like, I won't lie. I saw saw this picture of... I saw this picture Lando posted on Instagram or Twitter, I think. He posted it everywhere. And I won't lie, I didn't click into it, but I legitimately thought the microphones and everything were real. And I was wondering why they had microphones and headsets on like that in the post-race room. And I was like, makes no sense. Why do they have that? And I was like, oh, maybe something was going on outside that like they needed to hear each other. No, this is all photoshopped and it just Mm -hmm. makes so much sense. Because and like because. Lewis even looks like he could be, like, their producer, like, their producer sidekick. And, like, that's yeah. Max and Lando's show because those two are BFFs and they would have a podcast together. It literally, it literally looks like Lando and Lewis are, like, Max is looking onto the side for, like, something. But it mm-hmm. looks like Lewis just Googled something to, like, fact find during a show. Yeah. And he's, like, telling Lando about it. Lando's like, oh, yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, so that... I look forward to these each week because we all know it's going to be Max sitting normally in the right chair, but this week they both were in the wrong chair. Um, yeah, and some extra guests. So that was my meme of the very week. Very good. Very good. Mine's very easy to explain, so I'm not going to share the screen. But it's just a it's just a headline that says, Max Verstappen becomes fifth driver to win six consecutive races after Ascari, Schumacher, Vettel, and Rosberg. And it's the picture of spongebob from the episode where they get all the superpowers oh yeah it's spongebob's like super quick and he's like want to see me run over that rock and he just goes want to see me do it again and like <laughs> nothing happens it's it, it's gonna happen again with max um oh, yeah they posted i think it was his 11th consecutive or red bull's 11th consecutive win of this season yeah i saw so that was um because there's so, one Checo win <laughs> there was a youtube video that formula one posted i actually really quite liked it it was all driver radio messages after the race ended and it went through like oh, Max, I- Lando Lewis, like what like all engineers said to them, all like race principal said to them and everything. And Christian Horner gets on the horn and, and says like, Hey, like that's 11 races, 11 race wins in a row. Like that's tying McLaren for a record or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw another meme that it was like, it was I'm trying to think of what it was. It was essentially like a cat, I think, was getting picked up and like being played with. And it the text over it was like Lando P2, Lewis P3. And then in there was a cat in the background that was like blatantly being ignored. And it was like <laughs> Max uh, Red Bull ties McLaren's record for like eleven straight wins no or something cares. like that. And I was like, that yeah, that's true. Cause it's like nobody 
nobody cares anymore that he's no. breaking records because everybody's just like, oh, good, look, other people on the podium. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I'm- no one cares. Like, I, when I was making the highlight video for after the race, like, normally – Formula One or even like Red Bull will post like when he gets out of the car running up to the team like jumping on the team they don't even post it anymore. It's just it's not that's like their social media it's just not good content anymore. Their graphics well are the ones I make each week for the race I normally include like who like on the race day I do like whoever's in pole position or whatever I just have stopped because it's so boring. Yeah. (laughs) Only post so many pictures of Max or Stab and I can't (laughs) it's gotta go. Um, but yeah, no, I could have, that was a good one. Um, I was just going to say something else. I totally lost it. I could have also chosen, um, in the post-race conference between the three of them, obviously they, well, Lando was late at while Hamilton speaking and while Hamilton speaking, he's like, Oh, welcome. Someone's like, that sounds like a teacher when you're late to class, like the way he says it. (laughs) Like Lando, how much, well, obviously get into that rest of it. Asking Lando how much it means to like, win with McLaren at home, especially with the Chrome livery, because everyone knows that that kid's obsessed with the livery. He says he's he said before oh, yeah. he asked Zach Brown like ten times a season when they can have the Chrome livery. So like it was a dream come true and for him to like do well with that. So he was saying like went back when he would watch like the McLaren with the Chrome livery when it was like 2007, 2008, and then he like pokes fun. He's like, I mean the great teamwork between Fernando Alonso and Lewis Hamilton and everyone died. <laughs> and then Land or Lewis Hamilton goes, "Wait, how old were you then?" And he was like, "Like seven. And he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I mean, everyone was posting those pictures of Max and Lando when they're like, when he was like carting or something. I mean, Lando, oh, yeah, his kids that literally he probably looked like he was twelve until like a year before he joined F one. But then yeah. there's he one of young. yeah, there's one of Hamilton with. Lando when he was a kid. So McLaren posted them and like posted the other picture of them on the podium together, which I thought was cool. But that's, yeah, that's um, nice. I like that. But yeah, that was, I thought that was funny. Lando got, has jokes all the time, but <laughs> I love, he's such a great, such a great spirit. But, but yes, okay, moving Good on. Good memes. Good memes generated by the drivers themselves, too. Yeah, they're doing the work for us. Makes it easier. Good memes. Um, okay, weekly news. Obviously, we touched on this at the beginning of last week. I don't have a link. I have a screenshot on my phone, so, um, so can you let me know if my phone's making noise? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so obviously, it came out today. I, well, it's obviously everyone, it's speculation, it's rumors. Yeah, I just did a quick Google search because I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. (laughs) There really hasn't been that much, like, random stuff, um... But this obviously, like, we all know tomorrow Danny Rick is doing testing for Red Bull, in the yep. Red Bull. So that's the – I mean, Christian Horner is saying his, he's coming back. Like, he's doing well in the sim. So tomorrow will be the first, like, true how is he actually in the car. Because there's the strong rumor, which sucks, because right at – that Nick DeVries is going to be out after the summer break, and Daniel Ricciardo will be in Alphatari. Which, you know, it sucks the most – the race right after summer break would be Nick DeVries' home race. Oh, that would be – that is Sandboard. such a bad situation. Oh. Because I forget Nick DeVries and Max Verstappen. I think they're both Dutch, aren't they? So, like, they – yeah, yes. that's – it would be Nick DeVries' home race, and he will be out. Um, now, yes, again, the quote I saw this from today was from Ralph Schumacher, 
and sometimes the stuff that he says you can't trust. But I mean, Helmet Marco has been hinting at things. There's all this stuff coming. Um, I mean, the kid something's gonna happen. The kid just needs a good race. He literally like ran off the road during FP1, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, he just needs one perfect weekend. Yep. <laughs> like I was like, he can't catch a break. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that that was one weekly news and then yeah obviously tomorrow um red bull will be testing i don't know exactly what they're testing because mclaren i don't know if people are excited that danny is going to be in the, danny rick oh absolutely you know, yeah. the car for the first time um and now that we have two races yeah there's no race this weekend and then there's two left and then it's summer break so there's literally like a month and a half for before daniel ricardo could quote unquote be back on the grid which is crazy so weird to think um, about. You know who? What did what did I? Oh, I missed oh, something. When I started watching the race the other day, um, I was watching the recording of it, and they said we're on round eleven of twenty three, and I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "It doesn't seem like that." But then when you think, yeah, there was no Imola. Yeah. And then there was that long break in the beginning. Yeah. So no, it's. It was just so weird to me that I was like, "Oh my god, we're like halfway through the season." Like. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, no, we're... Fly by, man. It's wild, because when you when it first starts, you're like, oh my god, it's going to go so long. Yeah. Which, um, we'll get to that. I just added something else. I have to find the graphic, but... Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah, that sucks for... Um, I just... That sucks for DeVries if it's... A, if, yeah. it's a, if he does get replaced, and it's during or before his home, home race, race, that's, that's like a true, like, kick him while he's down type situation it literally is the first race back after the first race back after what's it called the summer break is it yeah like yeah it's gonna i feel bad for him i mean people are saying like obviously yes he's not doing well but he's not like he's not purposely crashed like i can't like he's not when like Pierre Gasly and Alex Albon were kicked out of the Rebel. They were also in Red Bull. Maybe the AlphaTauri just sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, that honestly it could be it. <laughs> but they said, I mean, yeah, obviously he's not doing well, but he has driven the F1 car before in a race one time last year in Williams, and he was like a fluke in the points finish. Right. When he drove that Williams for Alex Albon. But then, like, that's the thing, right? He's the Formula E car is obviously totally different than the totally Formula different. One car. <laughs> like you can't judge on. <laughs> it always felt weird to me that they were bringing him over because he had so much success in Formula mm-hmm. E. Like, well, he was with Susie Wolf in Formula E, so that's why he was with Williams and stuff last year. That's why he was with Mercedes all the time last year. It just right, makes that makes, that makes sense. But yeah. Still, like I mean, like we just said, they're two totally radically different cars cars. from all from like the ground up how they're built how they're powered what their design looks like Mm -hmm. how they handle like all this different stuff totally radically radically different cars and it's it's expected that he's struggling but but give him more time like yeah it's a little wild to me that it's like all right we're just on round 11 of the season out of 23 and it's like, hey, we're gonna sw- we're gonna yeah. kick you out now, you know. But I mean, I can't think. Someone tweeted, I can't find it now. I've seen it. Someone posted like, um, how much each team or something or each driver is costing their team for like crashes and stuff. Right. And he's not even like <laughs> up 
there. You know who is up there? Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it's it's so much optics too. Like people have just like picked Nick DeVries as like the bad driver, and oh yeah, have just kept going at him and at him and at him. And it's like when you look at the stats, it's like all right, well he's not really, but at the same time he's not performing. So it's like let. I mean, it was like Nicholas Atifi. Everyone just automatically labeled him as the worst driver. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Go Tifi. Um I do Go miss Tifi. him. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> hope he's, he's living a happy life now. Yeah. But it does make me wonder like what Nick DeVries would be like if he stayed with Williams and was racing under Williams because it was like the atmosphere he knew. We all know Red Bull's toxic. It would and definitely like, be a hell of a lot less pressure. Yeah. Unless accidents happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So but there are the People that are testing tomorrow. So McLaren and Mercedes are also taking in testing tomorrow. They're doing wet weather testing at Silverstone. Um, They're the ones that are going to be testing the viability of the wheel arches. So I'll be excited. And like reducing the amount of spray. So I guess they wet the track and they're going to run like that. But yeah, this. um, I want to see a a side-by-side comparison of how much those, those wheel arches will potentially help. I mean, they can do back to back. They literally was folly or practice. It was raining just this past weekend, so they have mm-hmm. two things they can choose from. Like they they can show. Um, peace pause as we both just took a drink. <laughs> Sorry, I needed something to drink. Um, that vanilla coke. We're not sponsored by vanilla coke, everyone. <laughs> so good, no free ads, but so good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they're testing tomorrow, but yeah, we'll be interested to see how the wheel arch or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. The wheel arches. Yeah. I'll be, keep, I'll be keeping my eye out for any pictures on Twitter or Instagram or anything, yeah. just seeing what the spray is like and everything. Um, but moving on, I totally forgot about this. So this was released last week. Um, it was literally released five days ago. So obviously the 2024 calendar came out. It's the yes. longest calendar in F1 history. So I never looked at it. It's wild. So there's a lot of like random breaks in between. So that's why I was trying to find the article that listed it out, but I can't find it. Um, so obviously race one is Bahrain and it's February 29th through March 2nd. And the season ends December 6th through the 8th in Abu Dhabi. Holy moly. That's almost a year. They're going to have two months before they then start testing and like car launches and stuff. They literally are going to have December and... Yeah, February 29th is the Bahrain, and then December 6th is the start of mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi. Oh, my God. That is insane. And I saw, because of Ramadan, um, there's races on Saturday, so they don't, like, coincide with Ramadan, if that right. I And I think it's it's early races. Um, I mean, here's like a here's a pretty healthy break. You got July 5th and 7th is Silverstone, and then July 19th to 21st is Budapest. So that's two weeks right there where we don't have a race. And then I'm assuming. Well, no, plays... it's the beginning. They did it like last year. So, um, so like Japan, if Japan happens, Suzuka. Oh no! So they moved Suzuka to the f- spring instead of the fall. Oh, it's the fourth race on the calendar, yeah. So it's the fourth race on the calendar now, but that's April 5th through the 7th, and then the next race is China. That's the one. Is it going to happen or not? It's yeah. April 19th through the 21st. Like, so there's a – and I think they're calling it the spring break because those three races 
at the beginning four races, I mean, there are like the time zones and stuff are wild. Yeah. Like, do drivers go home in between? Because that's insane to go back and then back and forth. Where is yeah. even? How long is the summer break normally? Like a month? Normally, it's the. Normally, it's. Yeah, it's August. Like the last week, your your birthday weekend is the last race, and then it's August. Like the end of August is the next race, or the mm-hmm. second to last week of August is the next race. Yeah, it's July twenty sixth and twenty eighth is is Spa, and then August twenty third to twenty fifth is. Zandvoort in the Netherlands. Yeah, that's normal. That's a normal break. Uh, um, it just felt then, really short to me in my head. But And right. then there's another one between Singapore and Austin. So Singapore is September 20, 20th to the 22nd, and Austin is October 18th to the 20th. So that's oh. a healthy break also. But, I mean, they are literally going. Max Verstappen is going to retire. <laughs> it's... He's going to leave. Um... But yeah, but yeah, there are Saturday night races. I think them having for the religious purposes that makes sense. I don't know why they never did that before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Saturday night races, which that'll be nice because what those races are always like. Well, Australia is like the middle of the night for us, but I can't remember if they were. Oh, that just means it'll be earlier in the morning for us. Oh God. Or later. <laughs> Maybe it'll be later. Um. I'm looking at some of the the Twitter replies underneath the schedule announcement. It's pretty much a collection of all just like, this is so long. Like, when they didn't saying, add any races, well, technically they added China because they didn't do China this year. Some people are but saying like 24 races is far too many. Like it is a lot. Yeah. That, I mean, that is insanely long. I mean, That's, that is just like, I mean, what's Carlos signs put out his whole, how to be, um, Jet lag when it was Australia. So I can't even, like, and they say that's the worst race to travel to, but that's yeah. saying on that side of the world for the first. It also still doesn't make sense geographically how they batch some of those races together. Like, I think it was Montreal and Miami or, and then Monaco or something. They're literally, it, it, it's worse than it was. It goes, it goes Miami, Imola, yeah. Monaco, Montreal. So yeah, you're going, you're that's going. Not, that's not that bad. Miami. Imola. It's after the Monaco, Montreal. Like, but yeah, then Spain is after Montreal. So they go Monaco, yeah. Monaco, Montreal, Spain. Why are you going? <laughs> and you're just like hopping back and forth across the pond. Like, yeah. Don't do that. Like put, what's it called? Put Miami and Montreal together. <laughs> I get if you want to come back later for Austin and Vegas. But, but yeah, so that'll be obviously we're flying through the season, so. Um, and then this last piece of news. Oh, there's two. I could add a third. These all happened today. Or the this and the next one all happened today. Um, so, uh, news came out that Christian Horner invited drivers for a barbecue after qualifying on Saturday. He did? And half the grid showed up. I have questions. I need to know which drivers went. <laughs> he invited the whole grid. What about their, like, what about, like, team principals and everything? Like, did they go? He didn't say. The quote just says that he had drivers at his house for a barbecue, and immediately they started talking about moments on the track. And then he was asked, when asked if all 20 drivers accepted his invitation, he said, no, no, about half the grid. So, like, that's what I can see, obviously, the Red Bull boys, AlphaTauri boys. Yeah. I can see Lando. I can see Lando and Oscar. 
I can, I can see, see Pierre and Alex Albon, but I'm not I sure. Def- I could definitely see those two. I could see Leclerc going. Yeah, but I Ferrari probably wouldn't let him. <laughs> Ferrari's strict. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, I don't know, like, Lewis probably didn't go. No. What about, we already said the McLaren boys. McLaren boys are probably there for 100%. I can see it. Haas? Maybe. No, I mean, Haas doesn't have any, like, business ties either with. No, that's what, like, I mean, McLaren technically doesn't either. McLaren has business deals with Mercedes, but, and so does Aston Martin. But, like, I could see Aston Martin also being there. Yeah, what about yeah, what about Alonzo and, and I don't know. Yeah. That's why I want to know. I want to know I want to be a follow on. I want to know if there's pictures taken. <laughs> yeah, there's gotta be like Well, there's I, definitely pictures on somebody's phone. It's just Yeah, well I need Daniel and Lando's photography account to release some pics. <laughs> Make yeah, it there you go. But yeah, there was you know a Daniel was there at least, but he's not technically yeah. part of the grid. You know you, Did you see the video the they did karaoke and it or that was after yesterday. They were back at Horner's house. They did karaoke and it was Daniel Ricardo and Christian Horner singing Spice Girls, <laughs> and Helmet Mark looks like a proud dad on the side. I'm like, what's going on at Red Bull? That but makes yeah. sense. Um, and then there was just I saw today. Well, obviously everyone saw that it was Pierre and Charlotte Claire double date at Wimbledon. In yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people there actually. There were a lot of people. Um, I saw a. Uh... Tom Hiddleston was there because people were freaking out. They wanted a Charlotte Claire and Tom Hiddleston picture together. I saw I saw Tom Hiddleston was there. I saw that Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, and Jordan Spieth all went. Um, oh, Carlos Sainz said, "We'll freak out." Who else did I see there? There was somebody else too. I can't I can't remember, but I do remember seeing like a couple more people there watching it and everything. Sweet. No, it's the only time like tennis ever gets like primetime television spot. Oh, it's Wimbledon. And well, the US, yeah. that's the only time. That's why I said I was wondering why the race on Saturday or Sunday wasn't on ESPN or ABC. Because it was like Silverstone. They were pubbing the commercials like all the time on ESPN. Yeah. Wimbledon came on ABC pretty early. I was like, okay, that's why. They didn't want two uh, coverages coming from England. <laughs> yeah, I saw all the commercials for Silverstone were insane. They always get me so excited and low-key give me FOMO. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I want to be there. <laughs> they do. The, the commercials are produced very well. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, this is kind of not F1 related, but I've been seeing Threads came out, Meta's version of Twitter. Um, threads. Yeah, so if you're following us, we have a lot of traction. We have a lot of new friends. So if, hello if you came from Threads. Um, I like it. I'm happy like you it. could join us. I like it a lot. Um not every team is on there. I'll give you – you might have seen the thread I posted. Can you take one guess which team is not on threads yet? Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> They're literally the only team not on threads yet. I have been seeing – so what threads is doing right now, it's it's kind of annoying, but it's not annoying right now because it makes sense. Um, Like your feed is not just people that you follow. It's oh, all no. a bunch of like related people and everything. It's not really in chronological nice. order. Yeah. And which is nice about like being pushed out like different things because I'm finding the different teams on like I just scrolled past Haas the other day and like I would never think to like search Haas on it to follow them. But I was like, oh, let me go like let me follow Haas. Like 
Well, I, I think like I think, the other day. Yeah, when I signed up, when I signed us up, I did that thing where it lets you like follow all of your followers. Yes. So I followed all of us, all the teams. So they should have generated to like follow as soon as or like when they popped up. But yeah, Ferrari yeah. the only one not there. Um, That's so funny. Surprise me. McLaren's killing it. They were on there literally the, when I downloaded that night. McLaren and both drivers were on there. Now probably it's probably Lando himself is running the McLaren. No, one. you can tell Lando's running his himself. Oh, not the McLaren one, but Lando himself. He literally posted a picture from like the food at the in the hospitality suite. And he was like, "Anyone want anything?" <laughs> yeah, he is. No, is, I'm looking at it now. It's a hundred percent him. It's a one hundred percent Lando. Oscar, I can't tell because it's a lot of like normal, like what is probably his social media person. Um, right. But apparently over the weekend, the person in charge of Red Bull's threads was Daniel Ricardo. So if you got a response from Red Bull's threads, it was Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> oh, I should've, we should have messaged them. I know. I'm pissed. But yeah, that was... Um, please give us a follow. We're at 175 followers. We hit 100 within the first day, which is... Yeah, we did. Wild. Um, that was that was great getting those. Like, that was like play-by-play update from you. I know. <laughs> well, I was even telling around. I was even told mom yesterday during the race we gained like ten plus. That's so good. yeah. Um, but yes, that's all the weekly news. Um, moving on to Silverstone. Silverstone. Silverstone where we got to hear I think that was the first time I've heard God save the king instead of God save the queen. I I was gonna correct you there for a second and then I realized you were right. No, I was right. It's God, God save, save the, the king. king now. Um but yes, there was a little, I don't even have this noted, there was a little controversy. So obviously, like, every home race for any person, they put them at the front for the national anthem. Right. So everyone was saying all weekend that Alex Albon is just completely disregarded as he was born in Britain. He's British. Yeah, that's he's a half, home race for him. He's half British, half, like, Middle Eastern or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, because he's from, I don't want to say, I don't want to get it wrong. Um, but yes, it's it's his home race. So they're saying they're like Lando Norris is like half British, half I'll just say Dutch, like just to throw one in there. They're like, but it's he still considers that his home race. But yeah, so people are like, why isn't he up there? Why isn't he in all the graphics for like F one that was posing? It was just the main three. He should absolutely be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of the big things that people were a little annoyed because he technically I- what's Alex Albon's home race? He doesn't get one. That's yeah. He doesn't have a home race, which is Did like. He- did he post anything saying, like... Apparently it was an or... interview. I don't know if it was an old interview or a new interview. He was basically saying, like, British people, um, if he does well, they'll accept him as a British driver. If he's not doing well, they won't accept him as a British driver. Wow. I think maybe it was, like, when he was with Red Bull, he was stating that. But, like, basically saying that they pick and choose when they want to acknowledge that he's British. But, um... Also, we'll start with... We'll start with Williams. We'll just keep going. Did you see... Keep going with Williams. Yeah, I love talking about Williams. Well, they did have a great weekend. Alex Albon, I thought, was going to kill it in quality and then kind of humbled because Alex Albon was literally in top three for almost every practice session. Like, insane. He has, like, quietly mm-hmm. like, snuck his way up. And yes. It's weird because it's and like... Apparently, he's rumored to take the... Other 2024 Ferrari seat, and apparently Red Bull might want him back. So, like, there's, <laughs> there's the show. He literally, like, I 
and this is this is why I say this, and this is how I felt when I watched qualifying on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I he was like top three in at the end of like Q one or something. Yes, and I literally it didn't phase me. It was just like, oh, okay, yeah, Albin's right there, and it's like that to me says like speaks volumes of just like he's been slowly just like digging and chiseling away, and now he's getting those rewards of like. Hey, I'm top three in qualifying and everything. Like, yeah, he's not there yet. Like, I forget what he placed in Silverstone. I can't remember. Here's but, the point. But, like, it's better than he was, like, a couple races ago, you know? And it's just, like, it, you you do love to see it, too, because he looks, like, genuinely a nice guy. Like, oh, seems he like such a great nice guy. Year. He like, finished two, three, four, five, six, seven. He finished eighth. All right. So, yeah, so he got – three, four points, five points. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, but no, he's, I hope we see him on the podium this season. I would, might cry for him if he's on the podium. (laughs) I would love, I would love to see that. If we can see McLaren on the podium, I have faith that we can see, Mm -hmm. I have faith that we can see Albin on the podium. That would be really nice. But But, I mean, yeah. Logan Sargent had his best finish ever at two. He finished P11 right out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they were very solid this weekend. Those upgrades are working for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alex Albon had a sick. Did you see his helmet? The black and white, like two tones. It was so good. Um, I'm actually, I'm on his his Twitter now, and I'm looking at a picture at it. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Um, it looks really nice. I like that he's got like the mini helmet for it too. Well, you'd, yeah, but look it up, and you'll be shocked at how much it would be. Oh, I'm sure it's insane. It's I, like I don't even a few hundred dollars. That makes so much sense. Like they're all so expensive. I'm like, why? It's literally a helmet. Like you can't put it on. <laughs> I would, I would put it. I, well, I would, I would buy it. No, that's the mini helmet. I know. I realized that as I was saying it. That oh, okay. It was a mini helmet, <laughs> but I would definitely, I would definitely buy it. Yeah. Um. But no. What I wanted to say about Williams. Um. So it came out. I think George pointed it out. So apparently, because he's so tall. But hold on, let me backtrack. It doesn't make sense because aren't the driver's seats like molded to them? Yes. Yeah. Like fits their body. The car yeah. is made to fit their height and weight. So yeah, apparently they, they try to squeeze every inch out yes. of that. So apparently he's so tall, or the way he moves around Alex Albon when he's driving, he like chafes on the back to the point where he bleeds through his fireproofs. Each oh week. Oh my god. So then it heals just in time for the next race, and then it starts all over again, and he's then bleeding. So like he posts a picture comes out, he literally has like a little like maybe like this big of like faint red on like his shoulder blade area of and it's blood. Like he literally bleeds every week in car. How does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like they need some extra padding back there, but yeah, it's it's wild. Like that he- spot just never heals, never heals. I properly. wonder if they could. I wonder if they could like make the seat a little bit more flexible, like in that area on yes. both sides. Like kind of how I have on like this chair right here. Like I have the mm-hmm. little wings that pop out right here. I'm assuming that's what it looks like, like something similar at least. And I wonder if they could like bend a little bit more. If that would be detrimental to like speed or something in the car but allow him to like sorry that flexibility of like when he I, i'm assuming it's when he turns like yeah, it has moving, to be when he turns. like yeah. the g-forces is pushing his body back like 
would like that it's... give him a little bit more relief or comfort? But that's brutal. I mean, yeah. you know every time you go into a race that There's... you're going to come out with your shoulders bleeding. Like... Yeah, because it happened even like qualifying and like practice sessions. Like you can just know you're going to come out and you're going to have a spot of blood on your fireproofs. That's how they know yeah. fireproofs are Alex Alba. It's just like for yeah. the blood. <laughs> that's the that's the uh, the mark of authenticity. Yeah. You have Alex Alvin's DNA on the on the. If suit. he, yeah, God forbid, they could never auction them off. Someone would try and like clone them. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but yes, I wanted to go into that first. Um, we can mention this. I don't even know if you saw any of this. So, um, Martin Brundle's grid walk. Um, oh, I just skipped over practice and quali. I was wondering back. what you were. I was wondering um, what you were doing. Okay, yeah, we'll go back. S- sorry. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, obviously, Charlotte Claire, he could not run in FP2. He did not run at all. Um, they I don't even know if they ever fully came out and said what was wrong with it, but apparently they legit took the whole car apart, and then they broke curfew to put it back together. And Charlotte Claire in his post-race interview was like, I mean, it's just like a small issue. And people were like, meanwhile, your car's in pieces in the garage. Yeah. Like, what is it? But So they put it back together. He came out of FP3 and absolutely killed it. Like, faster than Red Bull was excellent. I was like, that's Charlotte Claire that I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah, there he is. Um, but yeah, so obviously he had the least amount of run time. Um, but yeah, that's all. Because, I mean, it didn't hurt him in quali. He did pretty well in quali, but there was obviously McLaren that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, Which we can't yeah. be upset about. No, you, you cannot, cannot be, be upset, upset about that. No. Um, but yeah, so then obviously everyone, I kind of forgot about it because it kind of died down for a little bit, but Brad Pitt was filming his movie all weekend. Yes. Um, so I think he drove in between sessions. I saw clips of the cars like driving side by side. Yeah. Uh, and I think they have like the cameras on top of the car to get like cool shots. Yeah, I did see a, I did see a shot of it. It essentially looks like what you get with like one of the, the TV pod cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was like a movie camera, like yeah. strapped to the side of it. Or well, the well, top of it. The, what are they called? APX, APG? What is the team APXG name? APXG or something like that. Yeah. So their livery looks like 2019 Haas. It's black and gold. <laughs> like, well, honestly, it looks pretty good. Like I, I kind of like it. Um, and it's an F2 car that's modeled to look like an F1 car. So it's not a full on F1 car. Um, but apparently Mercedes helped them a lot with, putting it together um we also know lewis hamilton has a part in the movie but yeah then they took part in the formation lap not at the front because rumors came out that they were going to be leading the formation lap <laughs> and they were like what the i was people were like they're going to crash what's going to happen there'll be a uh safety car in the formation lap but it was they were in the back you could see them in the back they were set up like they were in the pit like on the grid before the race um yeah because F1 TV couldn't, like, when they were doing the grid walk to go up, they couldn't turn around and show you what was happening behind. Because it was, they were filming. Oh. Uh, they had their own garage. The garage was next to Ferrari, I think. Um, the garage, was, it was all the way on the, all the way on the end. Yeah. Um, it was all in the end. Which is weird, like, see, seeing, a, like, a photo of Brad Pitt. Just like we norm- normally see the like yeah. <laughs> garage photos where it's obviously like hands on the hip of the driver, and you're like, "That's you're not a driver." Like, yeah. um, 
But yeah, so, it, the, I mean, they didn't cause, I don't think, as much, many issues. There is a clip, though, apparently, of them walking to the grid, and Carlos Sainz just walking behind them, and they're legit filming. I'm, actually, it's funny you bring that up. I'm looking at that clip right now. Like, I he looked is- up Brad Pitt on, on Twitter. It, I can't confirm if it's Carlos Sainz. No, it's Carlos. He posted pictures. It's Carlos. Oh, it is Carlos. All right, so yeah. Carlos now has a cameo in the movie. Yeah, I just want to know. I want to watch the movie if all the drivers are going to have cameos. <laughs> yeah, Carlos definitely has a cameo because, I mean, yeah, there's a there's a boom operator with a mic walking ahead mm-hmm. of them. There's a camera guy. There's, like, three or four camera guys on them, different angles. Like Someone yeah, said they, they saw are, the head of hair and were like, he, we need him in the movie. <laughs> they were like, yeah, he's – I mean, Carlos is right there. Yeah, and then they stood next to Matt. Matt, who's Matt? They stood next Matt. to Max Verstappen during the national anthem. Yeah, there's it's, again, <laughs> there's a picture of I'm looking at it right now. Oracle post, Red Bull Racing post. But yeah, it was definitely um, they didn't cause as many many issues, I don't think. Um, but it is weird. Like, what are so is everyone just walking in the paddocks just extras? Like they're not having to pay for extras. So how much money are they saving? <laughs> No, but that's that's I guarantee you that's like they're paying the like shooting on scene or like shooting on location uh like fee. Yeah. You know? Or they're giving the track of Silverstone an absurd amount of money to like oh, I'm sure kind of ruin not ruin but like be in all the operations for the weekend and everything, you know. And you're just like in the paddock and then you're watching a movie and you're like, "Oh, there I am." <laughs> like look. <laughs> I have a cameo. I, I want to find Brad Pitt for two seconds. I would milk that to the bone. <laughs> I mean, that is, it's cool that they did it though, like during a in, race, during a race, because it does give it that like real mm-hmm. feel to it, you know? And it's like, it is going to be cool, like when we see the movie of just like knowing when this was filmed and like what, yeah, like, where they were and everything. So it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool to see. But, yeah, it's funny that science is literally like just walking, walking like, behind them. Brad Pitt, like they're BFFs. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's almost like why Carlos would be friends with him. Um, but yes, and then so moving on, that was obviously just whatever. So then before the race yesterday, everyone knows Martin Brundle's grid walk. It's iconic. It's so always funny. crazy. It's the most chaotic, stressful like fifteen minutes of TV I've ever experienced. Um, you know. I will give him this. I always say, it, we've said before that like hot ones, like hot ones is such a funny and great way to interview somebody. Yeah. This is almost, I, I think Martin Brundle's pit wall, like pit walks are almost just the same thing of just like great way to interview somebody. Cause he's, and you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. You are purely like, he's just walking around. He's like, Oh, you over there. Like, and mm-hmm. then he just like walks up to you and asks you like an in-depth question. You're like, I, like I don't know how to answer this. You know, like you have like celebrities that like watch F1. Like Gordon Ramsay gets interviewed, I think, every week, and like is happy to be interviewed. That oh, was yeah, um, sure. Sam Ryder. I think he's a musician. He sang the national anthem last year. He was back at the race. He like ran up to Martin Brundle to be in the interview. I'm sure I would. I would but, absolutely run up to him. To oh my god, interview. yes. So um, he even one I think one time last year it was like a bachelor party that ended up on like the grid and he was like interviewing them. <laughs> I was like, can you just imagine? Like, what happened on your bachelor party? Be like, oh, we got interviewed by Martin Brundle. Yeah, Martin Brundle. Iconic grid walk. Um, yeah, on TV crew. 
But yes, yeah, so, but it kind of went a little. Uh, he always gets a little, some people that don't want to talk, or that right. can be kind of rude. So Cara Delevingne was with Alfa Romeo all weekend. He goes up to her and she's like, "No, I'm sorry. Can you hear the sirens?" <laughs> yeah, I can hear the sirens. I don't know. Should I shut my window? <laughs> no. Okay, so she was with Alfa Romeo all weekend. Um, so she was on the grid. He tried going up to interview her. She's like, "No," and he's like what and she's like no and he goes well it would have been nice maybe anyway and walked away so it like blew up right away like went viral apparently she then comes out after the race saying that she was told by an f1 official to say no really yes and then people are like take her passes away like karun um i'm gonna butcher his last name that's on f1 tv or sky tv was like maybe like give passes to, like kids that would deserve it more and stuff people are like if she was told no the communication should have been sent to Martin Reynolds to not interview her, and then we wouldn't yeah. have had this awkward. <laughs> yeah, awesome there's thing. that. If that is true, that's going about it in such the wrong way. Like, yeah, it should have been like Memo should have sent the mm-hmm. been sent the Brundle, been like, hey, if you see this person on the on the grid, like, don't don't talk to her. Like, well, apparently, people have said before um, that Tony girl I follow the, that I sent you her profile. The she. Post a lot of stuff. She was talking about it a lot today. But apparently it's been mentioned before, I guess, FIA officials or F1, that the celebrities on the paddock should have different color badges. Once for if they want to be interviewed and once for if they don't want to be interviewed. Because That's then a genius idea. Martin can look and be like, okay, no, I'm not going to yeah. go up to them and create then a laughable bit that's going to like go viral in two seconds. Yeah, I 100% yeah. agree with that. He should he should be able to look at somebody and in no. a glimpse. No, like I can interview them. I can't interview them, especially because his whole segment is just walking, walking and the pits and being like, "Who can I grab?" Like, yeah. he did they, say that out of all the drivers, he would want to get a beer with Max because he's honest and brutal. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be so good. That would I mean, be that's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was the chaotic mix of his grid walk. Um, oh, Martin. Yeah, we kind of already talked about. One team. We'll go back through a few. Um, I'll talk about McLaren. We'll talk about McLaren last because I feel like we just have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, let's start with my favorites. Um, Ferrari disaster class of a weekend on strategy once again. They put Leclerc on the hards, and then he struggled. And they yeah. were the only team to struggle because they put Lando got put got put on the hards and was totally fine. Yeah, I was watching, so I watched up to lap 34, and then I had the stops, and then I watched the highlights today, mm-hmm. and one of the things in the highlights, the commentators were talking about, like, Lando was doing really, really well on the hards, but that is something we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. go into, but it's just in stark contrast to how bad Charles did on the hards, yeah. like... And then they he went in, and I think he wanted to call for sauce, but they put him on the mediums. I mean, and then he Leclerc came over the radio saying, guys, I think we pitted too early. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was struggling, struggling. They looked – literally people were saying after Austria, they took one step forward and, like, five steps back. Like, that was just as bad as a race as a few weeks ago. Like, it was awful. Yeah, um, it was pretty, uh, yeah. pretty bad. And then Signs, they also put him on the hards, I think. And <laughs> – I'm just cracking up at the siren in the background. But. I know it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Um, yeah. So Science was overtaken three times in the span of two corners. 
That is bad. Once by his teammate, once by Alex Albon, and once by Checo. Yes. I put I it literally in the video. I put it. It's that you can't really see all of them at one time because it was like I can't. I put all three of his overtakes on one song. One second. Um, where the heck are the results? Oh, I'm on the wrong tab. Um, great, great dead air. Uh, Perez finished six. Science finished tenth. So that's, that's yes, an option. Checo, it was Checo, Alex Albon, and his teammate and Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Um, I could go off. There's definitely tensions within Ferrari. After their qualifying, he overtook Leclerc in qualifying. He had no reason to take over. So apparently it's decided on. I didn't know this about Ferrari. Each week, it alternates between which driver is going to get priority during qualifying. So this week was Leclerc. So if you watch qualifying, Carlos was in front of Leclerc, but Charles went around so he could go out into the track first. Right. So because Charles got the priority this week. So apparently – Carlos decided to take it in his own hands. He said if he was left out there, he wasn't going to get through to the last session. So he overtook Leclerc while Leclerc was on a, like, fast lap. And oh, then on the, yeah, Leclerc comes over the radio like, thanks, Carlos. Thanks for the overtake. Like, sarcastic as he was pissed. Oh, I got to watch that then. He, yeah, the um, tensions are high. And then Carlos signs obsession with asking what Charles Leclerc's pace and lap time was during the race when Carlos Sainz was like four positions back. Why do you care how fast he's going? You're not going to beat him. People are saying that he's he's low-key losing it because he knows he's going to lose his seat. Yeah, or he knows I... because ever since Charlotte Claire a few weeks ago made the mistake of saying that he started his negotiations for his next contract. And then right. the next interview he said, oh, no, we haven't started. So people said he got the slap on the wrist because he let news out because Carlos hasn't started his contract negotiations yeah. yet. Yeah. And ever since then, Carlos has been trying to lo- has been trying to fight his teammate. And we all know how that happened. Good. What happened in Austria? He ruined points because he decided to just go off track. <laughs> so yes, that was yeah. Um, but Leclerc, was, I saw the post race interview. Leclerc was pissed. He literally dipped and left. And then showed up at Wimbledon today. Like he never, <laughs> he never posted a post race Instagram. You know, I, he doesn't have to, but they all do. Right. Um, but yeah, so it was not the nicest weekend for them. Hopefully, hopefully Spa is better, but Red Bull's bringing upgrades, so I don't think it's gonna be better. <laughs> um, can't wait. No, can't, can't wait for there to be a thirty second cap again between no. all the teams. Everybody's um, finally starting to catch up, and then Red Bull goes, never mind, we have upgrades, guys. I literally uh, posted on threads today saying, someone posted, and I said, why? Like, he needs to be any faster. And some the girl responded saying, it's not a want, it's a need. I said, true. And I said, that car's literally going to grow wings because Red Bull gives you wings. Yeah, Red, it's going to fly one day. It will literally right. fly off the track. Yes, um, and it's spa, so it's going to fly. Um, oh, my God, that hill. Yeah, but so we're going to ask Aston Martin first. So... They were pretty uneventful the entire weekend. They kind of felt they were have been humbled. Um, I haven't really like. That I would say memorable. The third or fourth race? No, no, that, no, that's too early. I Ever since say, Alonso said he's never going to miss a podium again, he's missed the podium. <laughs> yes, 
that is that is a spot on. Mm-hmm. That is 100% it. Ever since he said, don't worry, I'm never missing a podium again, he has not been on podium. No, he's not. And, like, he's been kind of, like, in the shadows. He has not been, like, in the, in the spotlight at all. Yeah. Yeah, they've really, uh, they really died off. And yeah. I'm a little upset about it just because well, the hype was so big. The hype was so big. And because they felt like the only team at the start of the season that that could have competed with Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's different ones. Like we can see, like obviously, McLaren can compete. Obviously, Mercedes can compete. Like, I mean, Lewis Hamilton literally said he thought the McLaren was a Red Bull or Aston Martin. That's how fast it was going. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, there's over the course of time with the upgrades that other teams have brought. Like, these cars can compete now with Red Bull. Red Bull, yeah. I think, is still. They're not going to be touched. It's they're the not going to be seconds. touched, but at least it's going to be like a five-second gap, you know, like a much closer gap. And like we'll see Landon Norris leading the Grand Prix for you know five laps, or we'll see, you know, we'll see Lewis leading a Grand Prix for however many laps. You know, it's but Aston Martin just really has this like fallen off a cliff, They've and disappeared. it's just like it's not doing anything. And it's like, what happened? Like, I think they you guys just, were so fast. Like, teams introduced upgrades pretty early, and ever since then, <laughs> yeah. Like, but when was his last podium? Monaco was he on the podium in Monaco with Max and S one Ocon? Was he second? Um, but, 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 but the last time he was on podium was Canada. Oh. What was wrong? What the hell two, was two races ago. I don't know. Something fell upstairs. <laughs> he was third. No, he was second in Canada. My okay. bad. It was um, uh, Verstappen, Alonso, Hamilton. Oh, yeah, yeah, And oh, that, yeah. Was a la- that was a let. That was. Podium. <laughs> or maybe not because he missed. He missed podium in Spain. Yeah. So never- maybe, that's, maybe that's where he said it. Like, oh, don't worry. Like, I'll never miss podium again. But then and he had got the podium and then hasn't been on podium since. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then the other driver on the team, the father's child. <laughs> yeah. His, he's speaking of awful drivers, he needs to be put in the conversation with Nick DeVries. <laughs> he's bad. He's, he's so bad. So he's he, very bad. He ended up getting a five second penalty. And then two penalty points because he forced Gasly off the track, and then forced Gas that ended up causing Gasly to retire from yes. the race. Um, but he now sits at seven penalty points, and there's only somebody you can get before you're like disqualified from a certain amount of races. So yeah, he. Oh my God, yeah. That was. I shared Mark's article today, and I said, "Who's gonna have the most podium points at the end of the season, Gasly or Stroll?" Because Lance Stroll or Pierre Gasly still has uh, penalty points from last season that carried over because they last for 12 months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, this time next year, his two from this weekend will go away. Well, yeah. Yeah. God. So, if he gets any more, he'll be disqualified. But, yeah, I mean, he's not good. (laughs) He's He's just, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe he can benefit from Aston Martin just kind of slipping back into the. Into the shadows, like maybe he can then take some time to like rebuild and get better. But who knows? Like one strange moment with him this weekend, like a pebble flipped up and like hit him in the hand during a practice or yes, yeah, saw a rock flew up. I remember seeing this radio message: a rock flew up and hit him in the finger. 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, obviously, with the speeds that the cars are going at, that rock was launched. And possibly what hand it hit. That's what makes me think. Did yeah. he, he came back too soon. <laughs> he came back. He should not have raced the first weekend. <laughs> he may have, yeah. But let's like, what, what rock, what finger on one hand did that rocket? Because that hand probably already hurts to begin with. Yeah, really. I mean, that had to feel like a bullet, like just hitting you. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that had to have. That had to hurt. I mean, he didn't go in. He just came. He stayed out. But yeah, his radio message was kind of funny. Um, I remember seeing that message. Yeah, but nothing really. I've seen memorable with them. Um, oh, I don't have them on here, but we can talk about it. Haas. Um, who went out? Kevin Magnuson. His car was on fire. <laughs> yes, his, his car was I. On fire. The- I saw them stop, and then I just saw the flame shoot out from behind him, and I was like, oh, oh, I was like, that's not good. Yeah. Wait, I'm adding, I forgot the other team, because there was something else also. Um, Mayo? Yeah, they, they didn't really do much. Their past couple races, where they've done really well in qualifying and everything, is kind of yeah, but fluttered Ken- away. Hulkenberg even wasn't that memorable in the qualifying this race, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do much. I think he got overshadowed by... The McLarens. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, yeah, K-Mag didn't finish. Um, didn't one of them go out in a practice session? I can't remember. I think they did because then also that's when Alf- Valtteri Botas went out. Because I was like, oh my god, the Ferrari-powered engines are not reliable <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> but then it came uh... out that... Oh, maybe I made that up. Um, I don't okay. see anything. Yeah, practice one, practice two, practice three. There's no, like... DNFs. Or retire. DNFs listed, yeah. Okay, that was wrong. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, Haas didn't do well. Um, the only thing with Alfa Romeo was Valtteri Botas getting the grid penalty because he, when he stopped during practice, I think, he ran out of fuel. So the FIA couldn't get a fuel sample... Or he stopped in qualifying. Like, his car just stopped in the middle of the track. <laughs> and because he ran out of fuel. So, like, it's the rule. The FIA has to get a sample from every car after each session. And they couldn't. Right. So he was disqualified because he ran out of fuel. Um, yeah. Sucks. Yeah. And then, um, trying to think who else. I know I'm getting to. We yeah, talked about. Yeah, nothing special. Um, yeah, we talked about Nick DeVries a little bit. Yeah, nothing special I mean- with them. And then it was just Alpine. I don't have them listed here, but Alpine um, did not have a good weekend. They both no. finished the race. I mean, that's when Alcon was out after like five, six laps. Like he was out pretty early. Yeah, and he pulled into the pits, mm-hmm. and they just retired. Go, couldn't yeah, I because I remember watching him pull in, and then the next thing you know, his car's being propped up and rolled into the garage. They came like, back Ooh. out saying it was a hydraulic issue. That was what's wrong. What was wrong? Wow. With him. Um, but then, yeah, Gaz went out because Stroll forced him off, caused contact, and then he was off, which yeah. was the safety car. No. Safety car was for Kevin Magnuson. Yeah, safety car Pierre was for Gassi Haas. Was, Pierre Gasly was able to pull into the pits as well, I think. He, like, just limped around. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he went off. The, nothing. People were already saying, they were tweeting memes, and they're like, Ryan Reynolds watching the Alpine double <laughs> double DNF one oh. week after buying <laughs> to the team um but yeah that was 
that and then the top two teams um obviously you can only keep saying the same thing over and over again each year about or each race after about red bull it's just complete dominance from max there's nothing, there's max. nothing. he's the yeah. only one being dominant because checo was out again for a fifth time in a row in Checo was struggling but he he put out a statement saying like he knows what the issue is and he's he does that's what he said like he put something out and was like I know what the issue is. Like, I'm going to work on it. And, like, I just, like, when I hear that, I think of Brooks Kepka when he lost the Masters mm-hmm. for, for golf and then came back and won the Open. I think. I can't remember. But, yeah, like, after definitely. after he lost the Masters, he literally said he was like, I know what I did wrong at the Masters. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. It was- and I would love – to see Checo come out and perform like he used to be able, like he has performed. We know he can perform. Mm-hmm. And I would love to, for him to put some weight behind that statement of like, yeah, I know what I did wrong. Like, it's not going to happen again. I know what I did wrong. You know, people were joking that he's going to take the alpha tower seat <laughs> and, <laughs> because he's also doing bad, but it's just, people are just wondering like how you're in the Red Bull, the RB19. It's a legit rocket. How are you not getting to qualify? I mean, it, it really, it really just shows like it's it's him. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I mean, it doesn't look good when your teammate is driving the same exact car as you to a degree, and is posting these insane lap times uh, yeah. and everything, and and then Breaking you're record. like, <laughs> you're not even getting out of Q one, and it's like, hey, what's like, what's going on here, buddy? Like, even for a while in the race, he was not moving up as easily as normal. No, he was not. Normally, they're, I mean, it's the joke all the time. They were like, how fast is Checo going to get up to the podium? And they were even saying that he probably could have finished on the podium, but he was not moving up as quick as normal. Um, he was still moving up a good amount. But because yeah. what? He started 14th, 15th, right? Yeah. Five to get out in Q1. So he started 15th, I think. And it changed because of the penalty. He finished. And then he finished like sixth. Yeah, he finished fifteenth, and then or he started fifteenth, and then finished. He finished after Russell. Yeah. Yeah. So like he's definitely still moving up, but I agree he he could have made podium. Like it's something in qualifying. I feel like he's a mental block now in qualifying because it's happened five times in a row. I mean, it might be. It's ever it since be. Monaco, right? That he crashed, or he didn't crash, but ever since Monaco, he's gotten out. And he's not. He's got the. Through. He's got the yips. Yeah, he's got the yips. Don't say that yeah. word. Yeah. Dead lasso. <laughs> um, wait, something funny. So, like, the fan forum thing at the race, apparently, not apparently, I saw the video. Christian Horner said, because Checo's wife is pregnant again. She's had, like, she had a baby last year, and she's pregnant again. And right. it's like her fourth kid or something. And he literally said, when Checo's not in the car, he's making babies in front of a live audience. <laughs> Holy moly. Christian Horner, this is a family show. I was like, oh, my God, Christian Horner, are you actually annoyed with Checo Perez and just taking out your anger on him? Or hey, That might be it. That might be the way of taking it out on him, yeah. Are you, are you hinting that his priorities are a different – are not – what's the word I'm looking for? In line. Yeah, thank you. Um, wait, but I did see today, and I thought this was good. Um, it's this other F1 podcast that I follow called um, Fan Pod – wait, what is it? Yeah, Fan Behavior. Um enough one podcast it's two girls she posted zoe the one host she posted a video that 
we already have six different teams that have been on the podium this season. Last season, there was four. And that was because McLaren, Landon Norris ended up on the podium in Imola. Every other race was Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. This season, we already have six. Between Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes, Alpine. Alpine, Aston Martin. Aston Martin, and McLaren. And McLaren. Like, it's hard to think because Red Bull's dominating so much, but there's been a healthy there's bounce. been a healthy mix, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I like I, that. that was interesting to throw in, yeah. Um, it's a good little detail. Yeah. But then moving on to the team Owen's been wanting to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, to McLaren. That was the McLaren of old. <laughs> you just, you can't, you can't not be happy. I know, and Zach Brown was there. He was yeah. There. <laughs> you can't not be happy for both of them. Like, oh, no, I know. And I mean, I literally, like, when he gets, first of all, if you watch the start, the start oh, between, talk- the start when you're watching it from Lando's view. Oh, okay. Insane. Because it's like, you see, you see the lights go out and you see both cars start moving. And it's just like, you can, it's almost like you can just like feel how much the, the Red Bull is struggling mm-hmm. to get moving and get grip. And it's just like the McLaren is just like, nope, and is flying. And I was like, oh, my God. The race when they lined back up on the formation lap, Crofty was like, Lando is full on. Yeah. Like, they were like, it's noticeable how much he is aimed at Max Verstappen. He wanted to cut him off, and he did. And And you know who almost cut off Max Verstappen? Oscar Piastri. They were real. real. (laughs) That's the thing. And it's like, I I loved when Lando did pull ahead. And it was clear that he was he was winning after the start. Like how loud! Oh my god, that's like chills. I'm not. We're not Brits. Clearly, we're Americans. But literally, I was like, I'm proud to. <laughs> it was it was so cool to watch to see him so do good. that, and it's yeah. just like it, again, like you just can't like not like you have to be happy for him because it's like yes, we don't like we don't run in like f1 circles like daily mm-hmm. you know it's not like our entire lives are con- consumed by this and we don't talk to everybody about f1 but like i have never heard a single bad thing said about lando norris oh, ever. No. and no. it's like it's always like he's such a nice guy he's so much fun you know he's so res- like respectable like all this stuff and it's just like seeing him get p2 and even Oscar, seeing Oscar get P4. A stupid safety car robbed him huge. of that. Yeah. <laughs> it is huge mm-hmm. for that team. And it just, like, it's so nice to see. Like, it's so refreshing to see as us for fans, because, like, which kind of what we just said, like, you're seeing a different team on the podium. But, like, also, it's so refreshing for, like, Lando and everything, because it, it's a breath of fresh air, and it's just, like, a breath of, like, I can do this. Like, yes. And literally, it's like, it's his hometown race. He's grown up, like, grown up yeah. through McLaren. Like, it's just, I was like, the fact that, the, that him on the podium, Charlotte Clever's potting his car, like, yeah, it must be nice at your home race. Because, yeah. like, can only, like, but yeah, that crowd, that clip, I've watched it a few times. It's probably one of those, like, sports clips, I'll, I'll, like, like the Bryce Harbor home run from the Padres series. Like, it's so... The crowd is so loud. It's so good. Yeah. During qualifying, when he almost had when he had provisional pole, the crowd was insane. It, and then Max comes right up behind him, and I mean, as Lando said, Max ruins everything. So I mean, like, but like, honestly, like, you can't 
there's no way you can see Lando take the start, take the lead off the start, and expect him to hold that lead for the entire time, considering how dominant Rebel is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact, like, to me, like, Lando won that race. That, like, to me, like, Lando absolutely won that race because he defended against Lewis, mm-hmm. defended against Max for five laps, you know. He and had then, a healthy gap for a little he bit. Had a pretty, he had a good gap, yeah. And then, and then he held once, once Max's tires got temperature and grip, he took it off. was game over. But, like, he he held him there. And then he really defended well against Lewis and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, it Third was Third side-by-side side racing was good at the end to him and Lewis. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it's just he did so well. And it was just, like, the stars aligned for McLaren. And... Mm-hmm. Lando Norris and Piastri. I don't want to like snub Piastri, but like just focusing more on Norris because I like him a little bit better and it was his home race and everything. But like he just capitalized on all of it. Like they both did. And it From was the just like first practice. I was like, whoa, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Len- Lewis even said, like I said, that there's a video on YouTube of all the radio messages. And he literally says, Lewis, he was like, the McLaren was a rocket ship today. Mm-hmm. Like, and then he says, so fast. In the driver's room after, he was like, yeah, I literally thought it was the Red Bull or Aston Martin. That's how fast you guys were going. Yeah. I mean, they that was – McLaren has – Lando Norris and the McLaren has been the only driver to keep that – he was in DRS range of Max Verstappen for a very long time. Yep. And he's been the only driver so far to do that, I feel like. Yeah. Even when Fernando Alonso was P2, they, he would get away super quick. It was – I mean, it was just – it was so much fun to watch. Yeah. And it was like – like I said, when, I, he, when I stopped, he stayed until the sun was down yesterday, still signing autographs for fans because he just like was I'm like, sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, that's the thing. Like that. There you go. Like such a nice guy that he does mm-hmm. that. Like yes. Like I'm probably exhausted and beaten and everything, but like you guys came out here to watch me perform. I performed for you. You know, you're gonna get the like. Yeah. It's just it's so nice to see, and it's it was a great race to watch. And that's the thing. I, I turned the race off at lap 34, 35 ish. And I like, didn't have any doubt in my mind that he wasn't going to would finish. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like I had a slight idea that he, he finished well, but I didn't know the exact results. And let's think when I turned it off, I was like, I know he's going to finish well. Like you just, you felt it like. No, it was so exciting. I mean, I have noted here too. So, before Silverstone, they had 29 points. They scored 30 just this past weekend. That's insane. Insane. And they over, they're now in fourth. They're above Alpine. That, I mean, that is just wild. Yeah. Like, But you can't, I know you kind of mentioned him. We cannot talk about Oscar Piastri. I mean, obviously he's winning Rookie of the Year by far. But I'm excited to see how much he'll grow. He was the first rookie to finish that well since Lewis Hamilton in in McLaren, like in qualifying. I mean, that, I mean, that is that's like, insane to me. I mean, we all right, know, I mean, he was crazy good in F2 and stuff, and then yeah. but like he had a year off and then is now driving this well. Um, and from the and way they started this not... season with losing his steering wheel because it wouldn't reboot. <laughs> oh my god, the way he started, yeah. Yeah, I was like, then we ripped on him for that, but no, I mean, it is. I agree with you. It's it's insane to wonder how much better he's going to get. 
Oh yeah. And it's almost and it's to the degree of well as like, yes, McLaren was fast this weekend, but if you put Piastri, and I know we say this with a lot of people, but if you put Piastri in a Red Bull in a fast car, what can he do? Like Christian Horner is probably kicking himself for not signing Oscar Piastri for the Red I'm Bull. I'm sure. Program. Yeah. He's said it before and he's probably thinking it again. And then as you see in his post race interview, I should have made this my meme of the week. I couldn't find the picture though. Um, they tell him that they've ta- overtaken Alpine. And we all know what happened with Oscar Piastri and Alpine. And the smirk he gets on his face. <laughs> That's exactly why they told him. That F- is exactly why they told him. And then there's another screen grab. It's not at this exact moment, but Fernando Alonso walks behind him and like stares at the camera and is like smiling and someone's like frame this picture and put it on Atma or whatever the Alpine team principal's <laughs> desk <laughs> because <laughs> it's his worst nightmare. It's because people like people know. Like Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I mean if there wasn't that damn safety car, uh, we would have had a double McLaren podium for the first time since Monza with Danny Rick and Lando Nars. I mean that would have been so much fun. That would have been so cool to watch. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm happy for Hamilton. I was happy there was two Brits on the podium. Yeah, I mean, for as an overall for the British Grand Prix, having Lewis in, Lewis in third, mm-hmm. Lando in second, Russell in what? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah, fourth. No, Piastri got fourth. Fifth? Oh, yeah, yeah, fifth. Fifth for Russell. Um, and then Perez. Uh, yeah. Like having those three guys right up there at the top is big in just a general like Silverstone like mm-hmm. British Grand Prix. Did you and, see I mean, the of when they're making the final corner turn? So you see Max come forward. It's from the crowd's point of view. Like it's from in the crowd. So like yeah. Max comes and they're like yeah, and then you see they get a glimpse of that orange car, orange and chrome car, and they all <laughs> jump up. I would hope so. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I really hope that. This race is one that they cover in Silverstone in Drive to Survive. I'm year. sure they will on the McLaren episode. I'm sure yeah. they will. I'm I'm really hoping that it's either a McLaren episode or it's it talks about just Silverstone in general and yeah. how well Mercedes and McLaren performed. Like, no, well, Mercedes didn't have that great of a weekend. <laughs> George Russell, but they still had. They yeah, still they still had still had on the podium. But right. I saw the meme and it was like one of those. Well. The the picture of Toto Wolf with his raincoat on, his hood on, he looks like they call him Darth Toto, that picture. Yes. So someone photoshopped the video of Darth Vader, like, marching in with stormtroopers, but it's Toto Wolf. They put him as Darth Vader. And people were like, Toto Wolf going back to McLaren to get the engine back that he gave them. Oh, my God, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, what did they do right that Mercedes did wrong? Because, yeah. I mean, Toto Wolf's been hyping up these Silverstone upgrades for – Weeks. 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 And they weren't that noticeable. I mean, we don't even have Mercedes on here to talk about, but it wasn't that noticeable. I mean, but, well, that speaks to it, though. Like, they didn't, yeah. like, yes, like, Lewis finished third, but there wasn't anything, like, crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Lewis had a very, very good and very solid He race. had a normal weekend for Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. No, that just, was. Good. I'm very, no, I'm just very. Very happy for, for Lando. It was a very fun race to watch. And it's just sure. like, you know, again, you can't, I can't not be happy for him, you know? 
when he was battling Hamilton, I literally was like, come on, Lando. Like, I was yelling yeah. at TV. I was like, you can do it. I was like, was- come on. And then I, mom was watching with me, and I said, McLaren's, like, Owen's actual favorite team. <laughs> I think they are. I honestly, I think they are. I was like, I yeah, know, Owen's actual favorite team. I just lo- I like Lando. I think he's yeah. a great driver, and I think he's a great person in general, too. And, it's- and like, Oscar, I've seen, I mean, seen interviews. Oscar's coming into his personality, I think. So I feel like between the That's two good. of them, I've seen interviews with the two of them, and they're hilarious. Uh, yeah. Like, they did an interview. I don't know the guy's name. They, like, built their dream, like, fantasy um, F1 teams, and they got to choose, like, the team name, the colors, whatever. So Land- or Oscar's like, I want, like, he's doing, like, chrome gold and chrome green for, like, Australia colors. But he didn't know what chrome to choose at first. Then all of a sudden, right. he goes, Lando's talking, and he goes, yeah, you know what? I'll just choose both. And like, he, I was like, Oscar Piastri, I think it's like that silent. He's like hilarious though. Like he just comes out with these one liners that just. He's got the quick, yeah, the quick jokes. Yeah. Um, but then also, did you see the part of the race where he was sitting or they showed. I know exactly. His family in the McLaren gra- garage. And they said it was Oscar's family. It was yep. Lando's grandparents. <laughs> yep. I saw, I saw a tweet and it was like, it basically was like, honestly, you can't really blame, like, you can't really blame whoever designed that graphic for mistaking it to be Oscar's grandparent. Because look at look at him just sitting there having a conversation with her. Because, like, like earlier in the day, he was literally just having a full-on conversation with his grandmother. Like, yeah. <laughs> because, well, that was Oscar's girlfriend, I think, in that shot. But, yes, everyone around was Lando's. Lando, <laughs> the Lando's family, yeah. yeah. Lando's grandparents, yeah. But, no, I was, they were... I was happy for them. It was low-key emotional, but it was exciting. Um, yeah, very fun race. Yeah, very fun race. Um, I don't think... I don't think there's anything else from the race. I don't think I'm missing anything. Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, we covered... Everything. I'm excited. Good. Good if, amount. if McLaren can keep it up. I yeah. really hope so. I, I really hope that this wasn't like... A one-off fluke. Oh, I know what I want to say. I said we all. I was like thinking about the two of them, the driver pair. Yeah. Everyone hates Zach Brown for what he did to Daniel Ricciardo, but maybe he was right. Uh, maybe he was right. You know what? Maybe well, he has a good driver pair for years to come, where they yeah. can McLaren can now be back to being competitive. If they can, if McLaren, like I said, if this just isn't a one-off, and McLaren can start performing this way. He is Zach Brown is set up with two very oh, good, yeah. very young drivers that he can for a very long lock time. in lock in for a very good chunk of time. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like when we all keep saying yeah. maybe a Ferrari will then figure it out and be back to being a title competitor, but maybe it'll be like four teams fighting for the title. I mean that Which, would be intense. Bring it on, please. Mm-hmm. Would love to see that. No, I would love to see it too. Um but yeah, I don't think anything. I don't think anything else. Um, yeah, because obviously there's no race this weekend. No. Um, next weekend is, or the not this weekend. The next weekend is Spa. Spa. Oh wait, yes. is it? No, Hungary. Sorry. Hungary. And then Spa. Yeah, we Hungary's, end the break with Spa. Hungary is next. Yes, but that's where Red Bull's bringing upgrades to Hungary. So they can be faster. Fantastic. (laughs) 
so they can yeah so the gap can go back to 30 seconds oh yeah did you see the part where max verstappen before we finish did you see the part where max verstappen said did a ferrari just go into the pit lanes i saw it on the screen during the race yes i did see that i said give the man some popcorn because he's clearly bored <laughs> so it was funny he said that and then the commentators immediately started like crofty and them immediately started talking about how like in the first couple races like um alonzo gave a compliment to stroll like oh, yeah. going off of like making an overtake on like the first turn or something and they were going off of like yeah these drivers just like are able to like sit back and relax now and and watch the race as so it's yeah yeah it's, i did see that that was pretty funny and were, uh, the best part it was it was with claire it's like yes your best friend that's not your best yeah. friend going into the pits the one you want to be fighting for the championship with is going yeah. into the pits. it's okay um but yes that's when he pitted too early that's it's when he pitted too early that's probably why Max was like, what the hell? Why is Leclerc going into the pit? Do you start running? That, honestly, that does make sense. Why Max would then be asking? Like, if he, he would be like, why the, hell is he, why the hell is he going in? Like. I think, he, did he start on sauce? Yeah, everyone started on sauce. Except for like three drivers, I think. Yeah. One of them that did not start on softs, but. Okay. I'm finished if you're finished. I'm good to go. Okay. That's all you my mac and, My mac and cheese bowl. Um. Thank you for listening today. Um, the pause. <laughs> I had to think, you know. Think I'm stretching my legs. You know, it's, it's tough sitting here for hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, grueling work, you know. Be a snack. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the F1 Underground podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a follow at Underground F1 on Instagram and on Threads. Please. Yes, Honestly, please. Threads. I want to push the threads more than I do anything else right now because we're we're doing really well. So like keep it keep it up, people. Yeah, we love to see it. Um, we're so happy like anybody who is joining this episode from because you found us on threads. Like please, please come back. Please, he, we want to hear from you. All that stuff. Um, I did I did grab a number. We're at 175 followers on threads, um, which is yeah, I think I so. Know, I would say about 70 followers more than what we have on Instagram. I would think. We have like 113 or something on Instagram. Yeah, so I'm pretty close. We don't um, even have anywhere close of that on Twitter. Yeah, push threads. If you want to go follow us on Twitter, it's at underground underscore F1. Don't forget that underscore. It's important. <laughs> um, please give us a follow us on there. Um, you can also shoot us an email at undergroundf1pod at gmail.com. Again, that is undergroundf1pod at gmail.com. Um, no caps or anything. I don't think that matters for email, but no caps. No. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and please leave us a review for the show, wherever you listen to, to your podcasts, um, at podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, please leave us a review. Um, that does a huge number. I was actually reading about this the other day. It does a huge number for promoting the yeah, show when reviews are given. Um, and if they're positive too, like it's just something with the algorithm on, on every platform, just a massive bonus. Um, so and then also, please go give our main page, our network page, a follow and subscription on YouTube. Um, that is at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you'll get full video episodes of this show, um, Underground Sports Philadelphia, which is the main Philadelphia sports podcast, um, Streamer Season, which talks about TV and movies, um, Top Bins, uh, On the Box, whole bunch of other tons of shows that I'm, I'm forgetting. Um, we're trying to reach 600 and a thousand followers and subscribers subscribers as soon as possible. Um, and we're currently sitting at five sixteen. So please, 
please go give them a follow and a, and a subscribe and everything. And we will, uh, we will see you later. Yeah, we'll see you next week where we'll talk week. about hungry and something else. Something we'll else. figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah. we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Lights out and away we go.